3: welcome to this week's episode of the inspired evolution you're back you're here again and it's an absolute treat to have you back and tuning in this week's episode features adam McInnes. man to say that music is this person's whole life is a whole it doesn't do it justice we dive deep into creativity expression and what it oh man what it means to be labelless, Like, you know, we get these labels, musician, artist, creative, entrepreneur, but really we're so much more than that. We're expressions of spirit, soul, and, you know, really unpacking how it can be a disservice to have these labels. Um, Adam's deep, man. (laughs) That's the only way I can really put it, right? We're talking about frequency and music and creativity and expression, but ultimately the expression of life that's birthing and coming through us and ultimately how to discern the frequency of the world out there from your own true authentic frequency and how to come home and find yourself. A really intriguing question is, (laughs) he says this, you use the word love every day for so many things. I love this. I love that. I love that cup. I love my partner. Have you ever defined, love? Have you have defined your own frequency? Tune in. Let's go on this journey. Hopefully you'll find your frequency on this episode. Alrighty. And if you're loving these episodes, as you know, please do us a favor. It helps me out a great deal if you hit subscribe and hit the bell notification icon. I appreciate you. Stay inspired. Keep involving, y'all. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, a show dedicated to helping you actually live the life that you love. I'm your host, Amrit Sandhu, international speaker, global coach, and loving podcaster. As a gift for tuning into this podcast, I have something really special just for you. My premium short course, which can teach you how to meditate in just seven days, you can download it now at www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. That's www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. Learn how to meditate in just seven days. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this powerfully insightful conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the latest episodes, launching every Monday, designed to help you live the life you love and keep you inspired to evolve. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, and it is a humble yet wholesome treat once again to be with you here today welcome welcome guys bringing on adam McInnes. how are you brother
1: i'm doing good man how about yourself brother um, you sound excited yeah. that was a that was a hype
3: I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm looking at your setup and i'm like dude he's got the headphones on do not blast his eardrums out like before we even start you know what i mean like just just make sure he's comfortable so it's a lot of peeled back off the mic but i'm back on <laughs> so That's i'm doing great man i'm doing great good. it's uh, it's always an opportunity a blessed opportunity to be in conversation and yeah like connection is one of my highest values and i can really feel already through a previous guest patrick that we had on um he was just like dude you're doing this podcast, it was made to get Adam on. Like you guys are meant to connect and chat. Mm. Um, so I'm just super excited to have you here and just follow that, that thread of connection. Oh, that's Thank great, you so much man. for doing this. That's great. I
1: appreciate having me. Yeah, the uh, Whenever uh, there's certain people in in my life and in anyone else's life, that'll be very rare because they're more connectors. You know, mm. a lot of people are going and going, going, but there's some people mm. who stop and then connect. And that's mm. very rare when the connection is actually validated. Um mm. Cause you know, some people are like, you should meet so-and-so and you're like, no, I shouldn't, you know, <laughs> you know, you have people who are just like just want everyone to connect, which is different yeah. from someone who's like a, like a vibrational connector, who's really looking at, okay, these two things actually fit mm-hmm. that, that seems like it'd be easy to do, but not a lot of people do it very well. Um, and so whenever I meet people like that and I generally trust them, it's always nice to meet the people they connect
3: me to. Mm. Thank yep. you so much brother Bear. i wanted to start and you know this is yeah not atypical of how we roll <laughs> and uh, i am just really grateful for the space that you hold in this space for us to be able to just start pff, super deep close to the bottom yeah, run, go. straight out of the outset labels brother labels um mm. by way of there is like i know music is for those tuning in yes there's music's a massive part of your life but um, as we stop to unpack that further, it's not just who you are is music. Like, I know that there's so much more in terms of, you know, the the, the body of work that you invested in yourself, uh, like entrepreneurially, mindset-wise as well. You know, there's so much in that that it goes... Yeah, like, from the outside looking in, like, music's everything he's up to. And it's like, yeah, but for those that really sort of scratch the surface, it's like, yeah, but like the actually the person underneath there is so much more than just, yeah, yeah, like, music's my life. It's like, actually, my relationship with the world is reflected in my creativity with the music. And I just wanted to start to unpack, like, how limiting labels can be and what your experience is that because i'm sure people look from the outside Mm. in and your success and they're like yeah music's what you do but i know even just having chatted to you just pre-podcast just how much more depth there is to just that music label let's call it that that's
1: when you first said labels i was thinking like oh we're talking about record labels (laughs) and then and then, and then and then i followed you and i was like oh you're right labels and then i thought well the people who probably know me closest don't have a label at all with me mm-hmm. right because because they they know i don't have one myself mm. um i could see if someone was googling my name or something cuz that's like you know, one area of information in the world that is only giving you the storefront version anyway of anybody exactly. um both the good and the bad it's just the storefront version um but i would say for myself like music is more of an expression of certain energetic uh, sequences and information that I understand very well. And mm-hmm. so because of that, it's uh, given me the opportunity to be uh, in a position to where I can completely wake up and and be thankful for not just being alive, which is the first thing that I wake up and I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. But the second thing to say, I get to actually do, I'm not even calling it a job because it's not a job. Mm-hmm. I get to have an experience. Through making sounds that people enjoy. And for that, people give me value in the form of currency that affords a lifestyle that none of my other family or people in my generation that I know have been able to accomplish. So, in that frame, you know, uh, and so I'm thankful for that because when I first started, I wasn't good at anything (laughs) it wasn't like I was good it wasn't a good singer I wasn't a good guitar player I wasn't you know a good producer it was just I was already in college I dropped out of college you know all that that stuff but so for me it's it's just the label part uh really doesn't exist because I do a lot of things that I truly enjoy Mm. Uh, and and music's just I think like I said the expression of of something that I've mastered um Mm. Yeah. That's basically what it comes to. It's something that I've spent a lot of time like mastering and fine tuning to levels that, that most people never dive through. Even people have, you know, gone to colleges and schools and other stuff. Like I, I kept on realizing there was an iceberg that went deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I got to a point to where I went, Oh wow, this is, music is way deeper than what people even know. Mm. Cause like, let me kind of explain this. Like when you're in the music industry,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't mean, let me give you a perfect example. If you're a farmer, it doesn't mean you actually know what's in the pesticides that go in the soil Mm. you might hear the word pesticide but you don't know what's actually in all the ingredients of it the chemical Mm. compounds but so you're just still going about your job being a farmer and you're Mm. more worried about how things look and how things taste and people buy it you're Mm. not really thinking about the pesticide thing that might come over right Mm. it's the same thing with music the the deeper you go you realize that the word musician actually stems from the word magician. When you understand that musicians create an energy form, that is one of the only energy forms that can travel around the world and never lose its intentional vibration from the beginning. It's one of the only forms of energy that can do that. If you notice that a conductor uses a wand. Mm. (laughs) When you start to understand what's actually happening here, we might ingest music as a form of entertainment, but that's just this much of what it's doing. Sliver.
3: Sliver. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a sliver. So for me, I, like I say, it's just, I'm thankful to be a part of something that most people who are even in it have never delved to the level and degrees of where I feel it. So because of that, I like to share it.
3: I think I feel an iota of what you feel. um, And I say that humbly uh the intro episode the first ever episode of the inspired evolution and this is super audacious guys and i'm aware of how audacious this is so pardon me for all the um the audaciousness of this because i literally feel like bob marley's a saint but i the first episode was like hey guys like i know that in a world that there's so much content i'm here like and you know a big part of it would be please try and consume less and connect more to nature uh Mm -hmm. but you know people's content like Bob Marley has helped me connect so much to the roots and the experience of what life is about for me and as I've grown evolved my relationship with his art has evolved and he's passed on but yet like you described the the magic and the remains you know and it's like whoa that's inspiring and I'd love to sort of be able to contribute to content in such a way audacious as f <laughs> but you know that was kind of a young humble man trying to find his way in the world. Mm-hmm. um
1: no but yeah. you're you're right and what's it's funny i gotta i'll tell you a quick quick story is one of the first jobs that i got as a engineer
3: mm-hmm. when i
1: was trying to come up with the music industry and i basically was just any anything time someone would hire me at all mm-hmm. just to sit behind a board and, and press buttons and try to mm-hmm. record something i was happy um but one time i was hired by this family um they were i'm not going to name them the, the 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 name of the family but it was a very famous musical family they had Mm. you know one of the biggest acts of like the 60s and 70s and very transcendent and their family is the one who controlled all the money because the Mm. the artist had passed away and uh they they had these old recordings because they owned some of bob marley's catalog and they hired me to come to the studio i'll never forget it because i was it's like one of the first gigs where i was getting paid pretty good money and i was like wow they're, they're paying me really well and um, going up to this this studio in the mountains and the, mm. and the hills and everything. And I get in, there's this security guard, this big security guard in the, the front. And I remember I walked into the studio and they had like a quarter ounce of weed by the desk. And I was like, mm. okay, what's going on here? And they're like, okay, we need you to listen to all of these uh, unheard Bob Marley recordings that were oh, done when he was,
3: was going to hang up. This is too good. Okay. Sorry, please continue. When he was in
1: re- rehearsals. So these are songs uh. that no one, this is like someone put a microphone. It was one of them put a microphone in the room when they were recording or coming up with ideas and practicing.
2: Oh.
1: And this family happened to own the rights to these. So they wanted me to skim through all of them. I think there must've been like six hours and they wanted me to skim through all of them and find pieces of songs that no one's heard before so they can make them into DJ remixes. Mm. And I remember I was like, okay, so they were like, but we have a security guard to make sure you don't leave with anything. And we have weed so you can get high. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like, this is, this is, this is my welcoming to a different side of the music industry. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I sat there and here's, here's what was interesting. Um, and I'm not that, that massive of a smoker, but it was just interesting how they perceived it. Like, listen to Bob Marley. So you need to get high, you know, that's mm-hmm. how they kind of, they yeah, kind yeah. of looked at. Uh, but the, uh, I started listening. And what was interesting is then I started getting pulled deeper and deeper into the conversations they were having about their life because mm-hmm. they were singing, but then they're taking breaks and they were talking no. and they was talking about, you know, regular life, like we are now, like, how are things and blah, blah, blah. how are things with your wife? And how are things with the kids? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm working on this new song, what do you think of these lyrics? And, um, you know, just different political things are going on. Like, but I'm in the room with people who, you know, I listened to that music growing up my whole entire life. My mom is a massive uh, reggae fan. So to be in the room with someone that inspired me in so many ways, musically, the intimacy the, the of that, thought, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you hear them like rolling a joint and then lighting it. And it's like right by the microphone. And, mm. and for, for a moment because of the state I was in, in this dark studio and, and, and being lifted by the energy here and lifted by the energy there. And for a moment I was actually in the room in a sense, mm. you know, I was actually in the room with people that I had looked up for so long and hearing what they were going through and hearing, the the struggle the beauty all the things and then going okay i can i can feel the energy in this room Mm. so hence i was able to connect to what went into the songs Mm. because that's the reason why when you think of reggae you think of artists but you really only think of bob marley as the overall like. Overtype like archetype, mm. right? The that's the arch- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. what you think of. Yeah. And there's a lot of artists, when you think of pop, you think of all different kinds of artists. When you think of rock, you think of all different kinds of artists, when you think of yeah. dance, all different kinds of artists. But when you think of reggae, you think of this. Th- yeah. yeah, exactly. And a lot of it comes down just to the mindset hmm. because it's it wasn't just, okay, so people can learn how to write songs. Mm -hmm. People can write songs with angst, they can write songs with beauty, they can write songs that are political, they can write songs that are, uh, you know, just funny, they can write all these different songs.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: But for someone to connect their intention in all of their music, and it be one worth of more in-depth thought, but carries a melody that makes you want to also sing along is very, very unique. Mm. Because what most people don't, haven't done is, if you're listening to this and you're an adult, go actually read the lyrics to a lot of the songs you like of Bob Marley. Like read them. And you'll go, oh my God, he was prophesizing the whole time through music, mm. which is different. That's what made it different. And that's the reason why it lasted. It wasn't just a song for you to dance to. It was a song you were dancing to that you didn't know you're being prophesized to. Mm-hmm. That's why it's never lost its intention. Because throughout <laughs> all the years you hear, you know, oops, I did it again. And you hear, you know, do you believe in a thing called love? And you, you hear all these different songs and like, all I do is win, win, win. You hear all that, mm-hmm. but no one was prophesizing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So in five years that no one wants to hear it again, you get bored of it, but you're not putting it on repeat. Mm-hmm. Marley is on repeat in people's mm-hmm. houses because the whole time he's giving you a mantra. Mm-hmm. And so it's all those elements of the minor chords, which makes you feel connected, but then a melee that made you feel uplifted, and then a real story that had depth to it and one that had pain, but also had redemption. You mix all those things together with an honest intention of the person who didn't care about the things everyone else wanted. And it wasn't for sake of people to have, think he had some sort of valor or, or uh, he was too humble. He was like, no, this is what I believe in. So why would I change my belief? Because you want to give me money. Mm
0: -hmm. Where nowadays
1: people just throw by the wind. Someone offers them money. (laughs) They're ready. They have zero boundaries. They have zero Mm -hmm. level of, of what is the, the true essence of who they are. They're just biding time to whoever will pay them for the essence. Mm -hmm. And he already knew who he was. Mm -hmm. And so, and I say that on a spiritual level, like he knew mm. who he was spiritually. So he didn't have to change for the material stuff on this planet. Mm. And that that kind of understanding of oneself gives them a level of, you know, you can say success, you can say enlightenment, you can say whatever it is, but it's a level that doesn't have to conform to the level that's trying to pay for it.
3: Mm.
1: So you can hear that in the music. That's, it's all that.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that, that bleeds into... <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing, brother bear. Gorgeous. And, um, feeling into that, right. Like, and I love what you're sharing there is like, you know, I'm sure, you know, them sharing about where they're at in their life has a lot to do with what they're expressing through their create, mm-hmm. like we are creation. So they're creation, right. So, mm-hmm. and that depth of, and this still staying with the labels and the boundaries conversation to some degree, it's like, you know, as you're mastering your music and understanding that frequency, the 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 boundarylessness of how that is interrelated and correlated with you learning and mastering yourself and yep. cause life is an expression of you. Yep. Yeah. Like well,
1: life is an expression of the reflection of what you internalize.
2: Mm.
1: You know? Um, the you that it internalizes all these different patterns and things and vibrations. And then it goes, okay, how do I express this? And, it, and all animals are doing it, you know, mm-hmm. and the birds are, birds are singing, you know, they wake me up every morning, but it's a different song. And then the monkeys are growling and it, it they're, you know, one does something to the other and the squirrels are running around in circles. Like it's all about the flowers bloom and, and bloom different colors. The sunsets a different color every single night, you know, these things are constant expressions and then we reflect how we feel about them through mm-hmm. this experience, you know? Um, but what I think is really interesting about something as simple as an instrument. And the reason why I talk about the, the magic in it all is that no two people can play something the same way.
3: Mm. It's,
1: you know, like you, and it's really f- from that internal space, like the way someone plays bass, how they even hit a note, someone else is not going to hit it the same way based on mm-hmm. how they live their lifestyle their whole entire mm-hmm. life goes yeah. into just how their finger <laughs> hits something. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. when, you, you know what I mean? Like if you listen to, um, to like something like Kurt Cobain and he was just mm. like, come as you are. Like he was like hurting when he sang because he mm. was hurting inside, mm. you know? So these, these little things that connect and you're like, Oh, that connects to how he spoke in interviews and that connects to this. And then, even to his throat and how he placed the air. That's how connected the instrument is. Because he could have mm. sang with a much cleaner voice. It would have been less pressure on his vocal cords. Like all those things could have happened. But he's mm-hmm. like, No, I have to feel the pain for them to feel the pain.
3: It's the interesting thing, isn't it? Like, because when you show up a hundred percent yourself, it's less about the I think the refinement and the skills help to a certain degree, but nonetheless. When you're actually, and this is what we're dancing around, it's like the energy of things, right? When you're connecting to the energy of it, is bigger than mm-hmm. you in many ways, but it is you in so many other ways that it's just the rawest expression is whatever. Yeah, you get that edge, right? Like it's really interesting. It's really interesting.
1: Yeah, and in music, so the things I was telling you about is in uh, where I said there's certain levels that you keep diving down, you keep diving down, mm-hmm. you realize like, wow. Uh, This actually connects to this whole thing over here. And like, wait Mm -hmm. a second, let me go study that for a little bit. You study that and you go, whoa, you mean that connects to this over here? So music's like that in a sense where music is one of the strongest forms of hypnosis on the planet. Mm -hmm. But most people don't know that. Mm -hmm. Why would most people don't know that? Because most people don't think hypnosis is real. Mm -hmm. Most people think hypnosis is a clock ticking back and forth. Mm -hmm. But hypnosis is just stimulating the subconscious mind, putting a suggestion into it. And then repeating it enough times that the it becomes a part of the new programming of the person. Mm. So let's just use that as the basics. Music with the drum beat, you've probably heard people say things like, you're like, those aren't the lyrics of the song. And they're like, Yeah, but I just like the beat. Mm. Right? You've heard that probably before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like I just like the I just like the beat. I've said that before. Yeah. There you go. Right. <laughs> so it's important because if you are reading something like a mantra to yourself, mm. if you were saying it without the beat and it wasn't good for you. You probably wouldn't keep saying it. Mm. See, that's how deep it is. But you'll hear someone say, you know, go to the club, drink all the drinks, shake my booty, throw money on me, da da. You're like, think about the beat. Now say that. How do you feel? Just repeat it all day long. How's that feel? <laughs> you're like,
3: like, mm, uh, yeah, I don't know if I really want to say that. And you're like,
1: yeah, <laughs> think about it, because you're like, yeah. yeah, the beat puts you into a trance-like state. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that because you don't understand the power of music. You mm-hmm. think music is something that is just like on the shelves and you listen to it on Spotify and, dah, 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 mm-hmm. and that. that's what you perceive it. So therefore that's the energy and the level of care that goes into mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. But if you are actually ingesting it into your body, which you are ingesting it to your mind, which is, turns mm-hmm. into your body even stronger than your body mm-hmm. is what your mind does. You give it this veil, a filter of like, but that's okay. And I go, interesting, interesting. Because what I'm seeing is you being put into a trance like state. And then I'm seeing a mantra being installed and then I'm seeing you act like the mantra, but here's the trick. The people who are creating it sometimes don't even act that way. Yeah. So now we get deeper. It's like, what's actually happening to you and why? Yeah. So like certain little things, like there's formulas to music that and the wild thing is I'll talk to people who graduate from all these high end schools and mm. they become my mentees. Cause I have a private mentorship group where I teach, producers and musicians, like the very upper echelon levels of what you need to know that happens Mm -hmm. in all hit songs and how to craft this into actual living, how to negotiate your contracts, how to find a good team. All this Mm -hmm. stuff is formulaic. Like it's just like building Mm -hmm. any other business. Um, But they make it seem really hard in all the movies. The Mm -hmm. movies make it seem that everyone has to get lucky and then someone's going to discover you. And Mm -hmm. then, and, and it's always the same plot
3: yeah born a star uh, <laughs> yeah sorry gone. yeah,
1: yeah it, it, no, it's not the same plot literally <laughs> yeah. it, that's the scary thing about the way this whole poll works it's like kid who's and watch your subconscious will laugh when you when you realize it's all the movies right mm. okay so it starts like this a kid who is singing in the mirror with a object household object and a parent who says stop singing stop that noise or playing guitar or something right knocks on the door come on come on come on we have to go somewhere blah blah, blah. the kid can't Time because the parents are always interrupting the kid. The best friend always believes in the kid when they're young. You can do something when you grow older. Mm. Then there's a flash forward. <laughs> mm. Then there's a flash forward. Mm. And now that they're a little bit older and they want to leave the house, but they mm. can't. And they have <laughs> a dream mm. to be a musician. And they say, one day I'm gonna be doing that. And the parents are like, Yeah, whatever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you're yeah. <laughs> there's a smile. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Then that kid goes to an open mic or some sort of event that they're not prepared for at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And the friend says, you should go on stage. Mm -hmm. That kid gets on stage and they walk up to it. And the first thing they do is they tap the mic and it feeds back. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? Everyone's like (laughs) in the audience going, just sing already. Clanging Mm. their glass. It's, it's every movie. (laughs) Clanging their glasses together. And then What happens is the the, the kid looks at the person playing the music and goes, okay, let's do it. It's the guitar player, the piano player, the the karaoke DJ guy. Then it's always a very soft voice at first. It's like, one day I will do. And then someone's like, just sing it already. And what happens is the person goes into their mind. They have a vision of their grandmother. Their grandmother tells them they can do anything because they are limitless. They just have to believe. Then next thing you know, it's like, but I've been away in a war, and it, all of a sudden, this whole voice comes out and blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, right? And they hit this crazy big note at the end. They open their eyes like they don't even know what they did, uh-huh. right? Which is impossible because everyone who's mm-hmm. at that level has practiced many many hours. Yeah, but they don't even know what they've done. They walk up stage, their friend grabs them. They're super excited. They go to the bar, and there happens to be a manager sitting right there. <laughs> See and the manager says <laughs> doesn't talk about studio studio costs doesn't mm. talk about the percentage that he's going to get doesn't talk about the percentage mm. that the label's going to get doesn't talk about anything breaks down it's just <laughs> you got something special
0: no. and so
1: here's my card the person never says who do you manage mm. what have you done prior mm. there's no checks and balances <laughs> it's yeah. just your manager and then all of a sudden, her friend, uh. the best friend's like, yeah, the best friend's <laughs> like, you've got to do it. you got to go. you got to go. Uh. The scary thing about that is that also is a start for, of every horror story that we've seen on the news. When they're like, so-and-so girl goes to studio at midnight and she's having pre-charges and and you're like, yeah, because mm-hmm. they've been training these kids. They've mm-hmm. literally been training these kids. There's it's over a, a million people. it, yep yeah, there's over a million people who put singer, or songwriter or producer on their on their uh, on their Facebook or Instagram page with mm-hmm. no knowledge of how the business works, no real in-depth study, just a bunch of movies that they've watched and they literally just walk into these traps. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, cause they ushered you in. They mm-hmm. literally ushered you in mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's weird in my business, and I will say this because the entertainment business is the only business where anyone, Other than I will say this new wave, there is a new wave of people who are doing this in entrepreneur scene. Yeah, that is one. There's a new wave in the entrepreneur scene, the online entrepreneur scene that's doing it too. But a lot of it's connected to what I'm going to say. Because the entertainment business is so connected to ego and because it's so connected to power being in front of people, Mm. anyone can give themselves a title. Mm. And that's the reason why it's so dirty. And that's the reason why it needs to be cleaned up anyone can go on right tomorrow on Instagram and say manager, no prerequisite, no studying, no, never went to business school, never Mm -hmm. had a mentor, nothing just says manager and people start sending them demos. Um, there was a woman that I saw do that one time. There was a random guy posting this, this songwriter page I was on. And he said, I'm a manager looking for artists. That's all he put. So me being in the business for 15 years, looks at this and goes, that's really shady. Cause you would say, I'm a manager for X amount of artists, X, Y, and Z. Um, We've recently had some pretty big successes. So we're looking to bring on a few new clients. If anyone has really standout music that you feel like you can truly be on the top of the charts, here's the email to send. If we don't respond, it's just because it didn't make the cut. It'd be Hmm. very just like kind of broken down and linked to a website. Hmm. But no, this person just said, I'm a manager looking for artists. There was like 45 comments. Here's my songs. Here's my songs. Here's my songs. Here's my songs. But then Mm -hmm. I found a mother and she posted her daughter. She posted this 15 year old girl and the girl was actually a little bit talented. And I went and checked up the guy's name. The guy had been arrested not too long ago for like something about concealing a weapon and some battery charges or some crap. I Mm. found his mugshot. It's not hard to find. It was one Mm. Google search, Mm. but the mother was real quick to post. And she said, here's my 15-year-old daughter, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote in the comment, I said, hey, And it, it, you know, it's this guy's comment. And I say, hey, before anyone starts sending demos, just a word of advice, it's probably best that you look up the people you possibly working on and ask them some questions like Mm -hmm. the following. And I said, like, who have they managed? What's the level of capacity of income they brought in a year for their artists? Like what, you have to start Mm -hmm. asking some some just questions. Tangible stuff, yeah. Some just, yeah, stuff that any person who's really in the business should answer and happily answer. Mm -hmm. Because if they're successful, they're gonna be like, oh, so here's what I've been doing. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're not They're not shy. I'm not shy about my catalog. I'm like, Mm -hmm. look. You know, like when you've done things, you're, you're proud of it. Why would you Mm -hmm. not be? Mm -hmm. So when I said to the mom, this is what the mom's response was. She said, um, Oh yeah. I mean, I know how this business is. I'm totally protecting my, my daughter. Um, I didn't look him up yet, but I figured someone else would have vowed for him or not by now. So how would he would respond? And I said, so you want to give this guy your daughter and then when someone else tries to help you you say you're trying to test the guy who recently was arrested for assault and battery that's what you're that's what you thought as a mother Welcome to 2020. I said it <laughs> I said it in a much more eloquent and nice way yeah, than but, that but it was just so weird to me that she actually wanted she wanted to kind of like act as she, as if she had a leg up on this guy which actually it was the opposite. She did mm. not research this stuff. She totally threw her daughter into the, into the wolves and didn't think about this. And I see parents do this because they have this want for their child to be famous so they can live vicariously mm. through them. Mm. And it's really scary when you see you know, a lot of these pop icons who are from TV shows from back then like Nickelodeon and, and Disney and all this stuff. And then you start to see that crack happen. Mm. Because they, there's so much pressure on them, it's just it's mm-hmm. just not believable pressure. You, no one would want that for their children. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is other people start to mimic the people, these artists when these artists are in a depressed state.
3: That archetype, yeah,
1: yeah exactly. So the archetype becomes like really over the top and almost trying to overly cover an insecurity. And anyone you can see their insecurity based on the amount they go in the opposite direction. Mm you know, like if someone has massive surgery, they have an insecurity. It's there. That's how Mm -hmm. much the insecurity is. It's based on what they're doing. Mm -hmm. If, if someone is, you know, 600 pounds and ripped, you're like, there's something there. There's something Mm -hmm. there. And it's not saying everyone's bad. It means we all might have some trauma and they're expressing it through these ways and that's their way of doing it. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: But what I tend to notice is that these parents will put their kids into it. These kids start getting older. These kids start getting depressed. And then the, everyone's capturing it on TV. And then a bunch of other kids think it's cool just because it's on TV.
3: Sensationalizing. Yeah, and the toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's weird because
1: that just goes to show how our brains have really not evolved. Because we can't, and I say we being people, not myself, mm. people have a hard time of disconnecting between a screen
3: because mm. it's so new.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they think they know someone just because that person's on a screen. That's how primitive our brains are. And no one's really getting that. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's, Mm -hmm. if you really want to think about how primitive our brains are, it's that if someone sees someone on a reality show, they think they know that person when they see them in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. People will look at celebrities' children and know their names. Mm Mm-hmm that's crazy. They don't even know their own cousin's names from like the aunt that's second removed. They Mm -hmm. don't know those kids' names, Mm -hmm. but they know Kim Kardashian's. Mm -hmm. And they voice their opinion on what they wear. Mm -hmm. We have moved in such into a world of insanity Mm -hmm. because we've been so distant from nature. It's a disconnect. It's a disconnect from all the actual energy on this planet. It's completely Mm -hmm. disconnected, but Mm -hmm. it's been rebranded as a way to to keep the system constantly shocked.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so there's this interesting thing that happens with with our brains, like whenever um, people think of love,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because 99.9% of people have never been asked to define the word love,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but they use it all day long.
3: <laughs> In various different contexts as well, yeah.
1: Exactly, which, which is here's the thing, that means they're not using it objectively, they're using it subjectively. Mm-hmm. So if no one's talking about the same object in the room, how is any communication actually happening? If five of us are, five of us in a room, and we say, "Hey, can you pass me that blue mug?", all five people know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If I say, "Pass me the mug that we love," no yeah. one's gonna know which one to pick. They're gonna based on their <laughs> own concept of it, because no one who is older than them said, "Write down what love means.
2: Mm.
1: Understand it before you say it." that's a powerful secret sacred word you're using a word you don't know how to use right now and you Mm -hmm. know how powerful words are we tell you how powerful the tongue is how powerful the words are Mm -hmm. but yet you haven't defined the strongest word that you use on a daily basis so Mm -hmm. you've belittled the word which means you're belittling your life that's in comparison to it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and you're belittling your relationships and you're belittling your friendships and you're belittling the things that you do and your time that you spend because you use a word you don't actually know what you're saying. And mm-hmm. then you get depressed when you don't get the reaction from the word because you're using it in a way that's way lower than what it's meant to be We're mm-hmm. expecting a higher quality value. So it's, it's weird, man, when I see these things, I'm just like, I feel like the, the screen really shows me how primitive we, we still are when people assume they'll say, I love her. You don't mm. know that person.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: literally do not know what they do with the the mm-hmm. camera shuts off. No mm-hmm. clue. You have no clue how they're trying to scheme against you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't even know if they're plotting to sell you something right now, but you love them. You don't even mm-hmm. know if their life is real, but you love them. We got to change that word. You might yeah. like them and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But you wouldn't sacrifice for them and you wouldn't. Commit <laughs> them. You're not loyal to them. So you don't love them.
3: Mm. yeah Yeah. what i'm hearing a lot thank you so much for sharing that brother what i'm hearing a lot is also our relationship with cultivation yeah and this is one of the things i often reflect upon is you know there's a massive ode to like everything uh, like uh, in between the subtext of everything you just shared is like even the way we consume content the way we share our words you know um even just the way we cultivate our relationship with things that are not on a screen or digitally, or if we're cultivating more screen time, do you know what I mean? Like everything seems to be this cultivation, this propensity for, you know, if we're like, like every sort of action is then building on the stack for the, like more of a propensity for the same action, you know? And yeah. I think it starts with something as simple as, and I think, you know, breaking kind of through a little bit and realizing I love what you shared in terms of, you're listening to a beat and the beat's hypnotic and you're down with it. But what they're saying is not something you would ever say to anybody, ever, in any place. Like I'm thinking about, I grew up on hip hop, right? So, like the misogynistic stuff that yep. this is like... from the window <laughs> to
1: the walls. No, 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 from try. the window, stop
3: making me think about walls. it. Stop it.
1: You know, you're like, wait a second. Listen, my 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 aunt who was like my aunt was like 52, and I walked into a party. And it was a thirteen. It was a thirteen-year-old party, and my yeah. aunt was singing from the window to the walls. And she had on jeans that had sparkly things that said "Apple Bottom" or something on the back. She <laughs> was fifty-two years old, and I was like, wait a second, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And she, I was like, "Do you know what? I said, "Do you know what the song is saying?" And she goes, "No, but it sounds so fun."
3: Mm.
1: And I just went, "Okay, yeah. Like, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. You're raising other human beings." Mm. Cause it sounded fun.
3: Mm.
1: Oh dear. Oh dear. We've gone off course.
3: Mm.
1: We've got we've gone backwards and we don't know it. We think because we're progressing because things are getting easier, but that's actually dumbing down our logical skills. Mm. And we use those for many, many centuries. And now they're being removed and other people are taking control of them and they're using that control to be turning it on us. And we're not mm. seeing it happen right in front of our face. Because it's well, too convenient to not look. <laughs> because people are losing their natural ability to know what their DNA is telling them at all times and someone else is programming what the suggestion should be. It's perfect like this. I was saying before, like you could, I can ask five people in the room, what's love, right? And they're not going to give me the same answer.
2: Mm.
1: What happens in our brain when you look for the answer of love is most people create, they say, I feel like love is this, or to Mm. me, love is this. And they then tell me their answer. When they're searching for the feeling of love, it's always foggy. Mm. It's a feeling, right? It's a feeling. The reason why that's happening is because parts of your neocortex actually shut down when the idea of love enters your brain. Mm -hmm. It's the same part that shuts down when dreams enter, when you're like, I want to do this in my career when people tell me what they want to do. I want to win a Grammy. It it gets foggy. They don't know how that would feel, so they just kind of start to imagine things. It's very foggy. Mm. Same thing happens when people are thinking of sex. They're Mm. like – Okay, I want that person right there, and that'll be really. And they start to imagine it. Once they start imagining, things get foggy because they're not paying attention to the present logistics. Mm -hmm. They're paying attention more to this feeling that they get set off on. But here's the interesting thing most animals have a mating season. Mm -hmm. Then they have a season where they're using their logic because they're raising something. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: See, what's happening in our society is that they're keeping everyone in perpetual mating season (laughs) because they're manipulating. You see what I'm saying? See. So the logic is minimalizing. The fog is increasing. Mm -hmm. And then people are putting in suggestions. Mm -hmm. Buy this. Watch this. Do that. Like, Mm -hmm. check this out. If you ever watch a TV show on Netflix or any other other shows, I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying look at the storyline. What's actually, if you looked at it, like, what's it teaching? Mm. 99.9% of all the dramas that are on TV that are successful teach manipulation. Mm best friend to best friend manipulation, friend to lover um, um, uh person at work manipulation. Uh, that That's the ongoing thread that's literally wired through it all. And mm. then people start to actually do it in the real life and they're shocked by the results. Mm. They're like, I can't believe you slept with your best friend's boyfriend, but he, we were drunk. Yeah, you watched yeah. that in the movie. Yeah, you watch that in the movie. And the uh, programming
3: uh, literally pops out in yes. your life. And it's, it's yeah. interesting even just feeling into like you identifying it as manipulation. And then that obviously reflects the seed intention that's in there. Cause it's called programming. Right. And then the way exactly it's intention. Yeah, man, man. Mm.
1: exactly. Trust me. Next time you just go watch a show and just look at what is the thread that mm. goes through each character that they show the mm. character starts with building a relationship with someone who they eventually manipulate.
2: Mm.
1: And then it goes on to how that character connects to another character and how and how the spider web of manipulation is the one continuing factor that goes throughout it's manipulation and sex and greed. How do those connect? And the whole show is about that. Mm. And mm. if you look across all networks and go, how come we don't have a station that doesn't do that? <laughs> No, I'm being serious. Like, how, yeah. how come there's not, you know, just a few stations <laughs> yeah. that are like, you know what, let's not use that tactic. What if we can find a different one? Because we are, pro. it's called television program. So we mm. are programming people. We We know we're doing that, right? Mm. You see how if you look on the Instagram or something like that, people all look the same now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not rocket science they're being programmed to look like that with the same cheekbones and the same eyebrows and the same lips and the same lighting and the, this is a program and people are living in it like a video game
3: mm-hmm. and
1: they don't realize they're in it so then when someone tries to shake them out and say hey, hey, hey just look around for a little bit the easiest way to do is ask them those questions mm. what is love and then they go oh i don't really know do you realize that you've been watching shows that just teach manipulation all the time like all the time and like, oh shit, no wonder why I did that really fucked up thing back mm. in the day. Like, I should have done that. Like, And we've all gone through it. It's like, I should have done that. And then you learn, but some people don't learn. What they do is they get addicted to the drama because they've been watching it on TV. Mm. So they're like, I like those chemicals that came from that. I don't really like them, but my body liked them somehow.
3: Mm.
1: And they start to form neuro- neuroplasticity around that thing. And they become that identity, which mm-hmm. becomes their life. Mm-hmm. And they look back over a bunch of years and they're like, how come the good stuff didn't happen to me? And then they turn to a, a exactly, yeah. and then they play victim. And unfortunately, in our society, then there's massive groups of people who play victim. Mm. Now there's some people who generally are, mm-hmm. but our society supports massive groups of mm. people who are creating the thought that they are, which is different. Mm. And I've met these people where I'm like, they're like, oh, I, Adam, I can't, I can't get into a recording studio, so. You know, I'm working with this guy and I know it's a little shady and da-da-da-da-da, I, but I just don't have the money. And I'll go, do me a favor, take out your phone. Okay. Go into your closet, turn on your video camera. Okay. Let me just count what you have. Leather jacket, leather jacket, leather jacket, jeans, jeans, shoes, 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 purse, purse, purse. Or for a guy, leather jacket, leather jacket, leather jacket. <laughs> you know, like, like like, his sweat gear, sweat gear, sweat gear. Yeah. Jordans, Jordans, Jordans. Yeah. I go through it all, right? Yeah, and I start adding up the the numbers. The values. And I to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get to the end of it. Minimum of most people's closet, I see they have from anywhere from two thousand to ten thousand dollars worth of things. Mm-hmm. Now, if I ask most women to go into the bathroom and say go through all the things that they have that's in a bottle or a pla- anything plastic, right? Just mm-hmm. count it off. Eyelashes and this and that, and they count shampoos and conditioners, and different this kind of shampoo and that kind of shampoo mm-hmm. and this kind of shampoo for this kind of hair and this kind of. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We start going through average $500 to $1,000 in just that, especially with makeup and mm-hmm. involved and all these other things, hair dryers mm-hmm. and all, because those things get expensive. Go into, the ca- go into the living room. What do you have? Big screen TV. Why do you need a big screen TV? Do you have parties all the time? No. How many people usually come over your house? Well, just me and maybe the person, one of my friends or two friends. Why do you need a $2,000 screen? <laughs> so by the time we get out of all these things, how much do you pay for a month for a rent? Oh, I pay $1,200. 1200 $1,200? Mm-hmm. Why can't you live a little bit outside the town? I got to be where the energy's at.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. How much is your car note? Well, I paid 300, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I, I paid 500. So I start to calculate this stuff. And I'm like, yo, you've literally spent $20,000 of shit that you don't need. Mm. So there's no victim of other people. There's no, you had the manipulative situation to get that thing. It's you. Mm. It's that no one held you accountable. Mm. And because of that, you've just continued to create the addiction more. And because it's not a hardcore addiction, like heroin, people have let it slide because mm-hmm. you got a lot of yes, men and women around you. You don't have people like me around you who will check you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's the thing. And I notice this, there's a lot of people who just co-sign stuff uh-huh. and they'll, they'll say yes to people the whole time thinking like, that's a bad idea. My friend's about to do <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're like, you know what I mean? the friend's like, aha, uh-huh, yeah, I got you. I got you. And the, friend, the person's just thinking, I got other shit I got to take care of right now. Mm. But they're not like, yo, 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 no, actually, that's a bad idea what you were just thinking of doing. And mm-hmm. I don't think you should do that because here's the three-step process of consequences that are most likely going to happen. And I don't have to be a rocket science to give you that equation. He's mm. going to find out. He's going to be super pissed at you. It's going to be a bad breakout. This is going to happen, dah, da da. or vice versa. She's going to get pissed off. You can see it happening. Mm. But friends don't stop it. And it's because people have yes men around them and women because they like the likes.
3: Mm.
1: Everyone wants to be liked. Mm -hmm. which is different from being loved Mm because if you're loved, you have to stop a friend and say, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you know, Hey, this can't go on or I can't be a part of it. Mm -hmm. But one of those two things have to happen, you
3: know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, the sea of kind of just how much we, (laughs) just how much we get away with and allow each other to get away with, because it's just what's conformity. Yep. You know, and I think that sort of bleeds into a conversation that I was really hoping to have, and I definitely wouldn't let you go without us having it. Is um, the frequencies that we carry, bro? Yeah. You know, and it's it's yeah. You know, we've talked a little bit about cultivation, but then you know potentially where it's jeopardized, and a lot of you know how it's manipulated by others, how we conform to the world around us. But uh, I guess maybe some of your insider sort of drop ins around. Um, just some of your insider drop-ins around how we, yeah, how do you cultivate your own frequency and how do we stay connected to the frequencies we carry, like the intentionality mm. behind that? Can you shed some light there, brother?
1: Sure. So everything in theory carries a frequency because frequency is just information. Mm. It's information from vibration. If you look at the basics of something like frequency, mm. um, it's the, the basic vibration of any sort of energetic change. So mm-hmm. if something's stable, there is no vibrational frequency that's really f- shooting off of it because it's not vibrating, something mm-hmm. stable. Once something, something has energy or force behind it, it could be thought, it could be movement, it could be all these things, uh, it creates vibration and that sends out a signal into the atmosphere. We are all antennas, we all are receivers, we pick up mm-hmm. and receive these things. It's the same kind of way if people ever walked into a room and they can sense like, Oh, I don't want to talk to that person. They have a weird energy. The mm-hmm. you, everyone can sense these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we can send signals uh, of tension, of uh, of stress, um, of of uh, sexual desire, of um, um, uh, attraction, even just like friendship attraction. You're like, there's something about you. I don't know. Yeah, it's similar frequencies. You've been vibrating on a similar frequency. So when you see mm-hmm. it and you see in the person's eye, you're like, yeah, you know we should hang out sometime mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you can feel that frequency if someone wasn't on that frequency if their frequency was like this
2: mm.
1: and yours was like this you might not get along but if mm. two people are like this we both <laughs> like the mosh pit oh, we're on the same frequency yeah, yeah on the same frequency so when when i think about the frequency that we admit mm. the first thing is i have to say is that there's a lot of static that's put into our atmosphere that most people don't know they are resonating at because people usually don't, yeah, they, they don't even think about that unless, unless they have like a health scare or something, they, they're not thinking of what frequencies they're ingesting. They think about what food they are and people really just started getting smart about food. Well, let's just say smart about food. There was a time period where, they didn't, weren't even looking at was on the back of labels. It was mm. a pretty good chunk where parents weren't carrying microwave throw it in there and you know, <laughs> like, like, Oh, yeah. what's this fructose stuff? That tastes good. Like yeah. nobody was paying attention, Yeah. but these people were in charge. That's what's scary.
3: Mm.
1: Okay. So that this, this this thing where you go, yeah, but you're in charge. Your mm. job is to pay attention. Imagine you were a security guard. Your job was to protect the next generation. Mm -hmm. And you didn't even look at what you're putting into our bodies. Mm -hmm. Like, wait a second. Now, I don't fault you because I really believe there was a form of, once again, this level of hypnosis that was happening, that people weren't Mm -hmm. understanding what's happening in the world. So I can't fault someone for mentally seeing that it was mass herd manipulation where no one was paying attention. Mm -hmm. But I can say if your job is to serve and protect and you are not on duty, you have failed at your job at a certain level. Mm -hmm. And there has to be an understanding of that and not a put aside of that. Mm -hmm. Just like an own up of like, you know what? We need to get better, which I think people are doing now. They're getting better at what they eat and getting better at what they put into themselves because they're understanding that this body takes form of what you put into it mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, that's what it becomes. So if you are aware of what you're putting into it, you're most likely aware of the outcome and what that will attract in general, right? So that's the first part there's a lot of static out there. One I would say is that musically, um, there are – Interesting things that you can do with vibration, anything mm-hmm. from 528 hertz, 432 hertz, 417, I think mm-hmm. 111 is also on the hertz. And for anyone who might be listening to this, the, the hertz is basically the, the vibration at which something is moving. Uh, most of what we hear on the radio is at 440 hertz. Mm-hmm. But that that frequency when studied, and I don't have all of the, the uh, manuscripts around, but I have seen videos of people putting um, – the Actually, the sine wave, the generator where I have back here, mm. they've put that into uh, molecules of water and they've magnified them and they they look kind of like a ball with spikes, mm. right? But then when they've changed it to different things like 528 or 432, it actually spreads out in these beautiful geometric shapes, it's very expansive. Mm. And so you start to think about the frequencies that go into our bodies on a daily basis. And if you look into people who are uh, healing Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, um, leukemia, all kinds of things using sound. Uh, it's because the vibration of what's out exterior to us also correlates with our interior.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of like you hear the phrase water is, you know, 75% of your body, or water is this. It's the same thing with vibration.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's happening in your voice, it's happening from your heartbeat, it's happening when you breathe. Vibration is happening with your actions. Vibration is equally as important as the water that we talk about, but no one talks about vibration. Mm -hmm. So whenever you say that word, people get real, like, they think it's like hippie ish. Oh, vibration. I'm like, no, 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 no. If I bang a hammer against a nail, it's going to have a vibration. There's going to, if I bang, it gets a metal thing. It's going to go ding. Just like if I bang a string, that's going to have a certain vibration. If I can harmonize those vibrations, I have a better chance of creating some sort of unifying frequency that is integrated into the matrix on the in a play in a way that pushes its clarity and evolution forward. I can be a part of that, mm. right? Mm. If I choose to go against that, I actually am going the opposite direction, and I literally can choose it. You know, mm. someone can tomorrow make a vibration that's very negative, mm-hmm. and very against other people. I've seen it on the internet. People, some people's vibration on the internet is wild. <laughs> Trolls, it's, yeah, it's dude, wild. It's
3: black, I,
1: it's I never even knew about this, man. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't really step my head out too much. And uh, I would started, I opened up this YouTube channel where I break down songs and show everyone like the the hidden secrets and hit songs, mm. and like how they're how they're created and all this stuff and. Man, I just read some of the comments. Some people are really nice. And then every once in a while, you get like a couple of people who are just pissed off at the world and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And you know it's not really directed towards you because you don't know a this reflection person.
3: Reflection of them, yeah,
1: totally. They talk to you like they know you
3: mm-hmm. and
1: they're, they're very rude as if you're doing something to them
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they'll curse and stuff. And I'm like just giving, I'm just telling people like, see what they're doing in that hit song? Here are the three-part harmonies they're singing. It's this note, mm-hmm. this note, and this note. And then someone will just be pissed. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, this is interesting. So what I'm seeing, and it's just an unfortunate imbalance in our world, is because everyone wants this idea of everything being open, they won't allow a kid at 10 to drink alcohol, but they'll give a kid a tablet,
3: mm.
1: which is probably the most addictive thing that kid could have.
3: Yeah. And sugar. Yeah. Which
1: is probably one of the most addictive things that kid can have. Mm-hmm. but they won't give that kid alcohol
3: mm-hmm.
1: because no one's studying what it actually affects and how it works. Mm-hmm. And so same thing with vibration, like I say. And so the tuning of someone's vibration, I think is interesting um, because I feel like with emitting certain frequency, if we're talking about vibration, a lot of it really just starts with your intention of thought. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it sounds hokey because it sounds very simple and you probably heard someone say it before and uh, it's, you know, it's not new news, I think. But Mm -hmm. the reality is that when you remove the idea that you're the genius or that that person's genius and that there is genius and one can embody that, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that's different because then the energy is free to flow of genius throughout genius. Mm -hmm. When someone puts it down like that person is the genius like that, unless they have a very special gift, you know, that's very, that's something different, but I'm saying for the most part, people highlight others Mm -hmm. without really knowing, the depth of it, just mm-hmm. because they're in front of something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like what happens is when you have really pure intention to who you generally are, and it's not based of an identity that you've created because it makes you feel good through like, like, but because that happened to me, this is who I am now. And that's okay. Even though I'm doing things that are self-sabotaging, mm. or even though I'm doing things that are sabotaging to others, but that's mm. because of what happened to me when I was younger. And even though I'm adult, I haven't fixed that stuff, but I'm on my journey, quote unquote.
3: Mm
1: that's going to emit a frequency that's going to be very static Mm -hmm. because the intention is static. Yeah, see. And so I think until people get to a point where they genuinely, and I'm saying this in the clearest way, they have a conversation with their soul. Until they get to that point, which is really hard to get people to get through because they hear of soul all over the place and they give different names and it doesn't really matter what name someone gives it. So even the name soul, let's just say... They haven't spoken to their real selves. They call it their higher self or the lower vibration. They give it all these different Spirit. names. Yeah, it's all out, Yeah, all these things that are completely outside of themselves.
3: Yeah.
1: And I go, no, you haven't talked to you yet.
3: Yeah.
1: You're talking to people on Tinder. You're talking to people on the internet. You're voicing your com- and yourself in the comments. You haven't even asked yourself why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And until you ask those questions, can you really emit a frequency that's true to you, which is really what brings the balance and the harmony back into the evolution of the planet of what I was talking about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If that's not an aligned, we're just bouncing off the walls with different frequencies that are trying to find harmony and then usually not working together. And that's why people who get together, they break up. There's a kid in the world. Now There's another baby dad and another baby mama mm-hmm. gets thrown around because everyone's just bouncing these frequencies around because they think by looking at something that it's the frequency. A frequency isn't a, isn't a, a sight thing. Mm. <laughs> it's a tuning thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's different. Mm. So you walk into the room and you see someone else You're like, Oh, they're attractive. It's perfect. That I came out tonight. This is meant to be. Mm. And then you talk to them and you're like, Oh, they're not all the way there, but I'll still go home with them. Mm. They're not someone who I know I can have a full conversation with all the time. They're not someone I probably would drop things for, but Hey, you know, maybe it'll work. And they start to push these frequencies together to mission together, hoping that something will come out of it. And then you see these people, they get in these relationships they don't even want to be in. They fight, they argue, they do this, they do that. And I'm like, you guys are not tuned at
3: all. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then someone will say, well, opposites attract. I'm like, no, core beliefs attract. Mm. If you yeah. don't have core beliefs with someone that
3: you can be tuned together,
1: uh, that's not going to work out after too long.
3: Oh, brother bear. Thank you so much for sharing <laughs> that, the eloquence with which you have afforded us to sort of unpack um yeah so many slippery nebulous concepts brother is really 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 a treat and uh thank you yeah there's a lot of resonance here (laughs) i really (laughs) really resonate with a lot of what you shared and thank you so much for going there and unapologetically so um i really really love it and really honor you uh, for being here doing this with us (laughs) i am so excited to share this with the world man but before i get to that point i just want to thank you for doing this with us today. Thank you so much for you doing you. And thank you so much for, because it's not just today's conversation that illuminates this, this little opportunity that we have. It's a lifetimes of work that comes into this. So I just want to honor that in you as well, brother, Bear. Thank you so much for Appreciate that.
1: that. Thank you, man. Thank you.
3: I look forward to hopefully doing this again soon. If you're up for it. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. just Let me know. Let me know. Throw
1: it at me. These are always fun
3: yeah and uh, we'll put a bunch of link to, uh, to a bunch of links to adam's stuff in the show notes for those tuning in inspired evolution tribe brothers sisters we love you so much thank you so much for tuning in an absolute pleasure to be your brother by your side on this journey together Yay! thanks for listening in to another amazing episode of the inspired evolution you're loving these episodes make your way across to youtube click subscribe fresh episodes are launched every monday with highlights being released throughout the week thank you so much and hey, guys, just so you know, a lot of love, heart, soul and work goes into these episodes. So if you could, please leave us a five star review and comment on iTunes. I love reading your positive feedback. It fans the flames of the passion to continue to create and help you live the life that you love. Thank you so much for your wonderful feedback. I can't wait. to See you again in the next episode. Big love from Amrit. And remember to stay inspired to evolve.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.